Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. How is everybody today? This is, I, you know, I always forget what show we're doing, but we're doing Mission Unstoppable. And my guest today certainly has been unstoppable. But before I go there, just a little bit of housekeeping. We will be switching over to Frankie Sensen more at 1.30 and going to Brazil to, to meet João Stanginelli, the grandfather who crochets those beautiful little dolls for children who have disabilities. But first, let's say hello to today's guest right now. They're right in front of us. It is he is a season 12. I'm going to call you a winner, Mark. You're a season 12 Dragon Den's winner. Uh, Dragon Den is a reality, Canadian reality television show in which entrepreneurs pitch their business ideas to a panel of venture capitalists. And Mark, who is the C- Mark Lafleur, who is the CEO of True Local and his partner, Greg Quayle, accomplished what few entrepreneurs actually do. They impressed the panel and they secured the venture capital and aid that they were seeking, um, which is pretty impressive. True Local is his business, and it was already a viable business, and it is his brainstorm. And True Local offers a monthly subscription service to deliver hormone and antibiotic-free local meat. It's frozen, it's packed in dry ice, and it's delivered right to the customer's door with free shipping. It also has a no-monthly obligation, so customers can take a break. They can build their box online. They choose products from a local identified, and I think that's really really important, identified Ontario farm, such as chicken from Lori Brown, you can wave Lori, from your farm, Hidden Roots Farm. It's it's actually like farm to table for home chefs and, and moms, really, right? Is that kind of, how did you see your niche? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know how to uh, follow up to that intro, because you pretty much covered everything that we do. Um, but yeah, you know, our biggest thing, we've been doing this for about three years now, and uh, I came from the industry really random. You know, I went to the University of Waterloo, but then got a job uh, doing door-to-door meat sales. So we found out that there's a lot of people who want um, more transparency and more options when it comes to where they're getting their products. So we always envisioned an idea where there could one day be a marketplace and all the local farmers, local suppliers, local butchers in their area could put up their products. And then that way we would take care of the distribution and take care of the connection to the customers and the, the delivery and all that type of stuff. So, you know, it's uh, I think there's still a lot of work and a lot of technology that needs to come into play to get a full farm to fork experience. And we want to be one of the ones pushing that forward. And I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. So luckily we get to work with awesome people like Lori. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been a great run for the past three years. So did you meet Lori by knocking on her farm door or did, was it from where the meat is processed that you, that you, found one another how did it work out Lori um it, it just so happened actually um I uh, stumbled across a, a, a market true local actually before even the dragon's den I uh, premiered um and you know shot him an email and uh, said my crazy story um of me becoming a farmer and kind of what our passion and what our belief is for farming and wanting to you know bring some of the best um chicken available in Ontario to consumers um direct uh you know farm to table um and, you know, as soon as I reached out to Mark, um, you know, I uh, fortunately impressed him. 
um, you know, uh, we we had a an impromptu meeting, and uh, from there, uh, you know, we 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 um, you know struck it off really well. Uh, obviously, you know, I won them over with my uh, products uh, commitment, and uh, you know, together we've uh, you know uh, definitely have, uh, built a great uh, uh, my my brand as well as a great friendship along the way. You know, she says that she impressed us, but we can get like super uncandid here. I remember this is when we had just started the business, so we were the catchy ones. It's like we were still working out of our garage. She wanted to come down and see our operation, and I kept being like, "Yeah, sure, no problem. Come check it out." And I had her show up at Greg's house because I was like, like "Work out of a garage right now." So yeah. she came down. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, like come on into this house. It wasn't even my house." Um, and then I think like there's got to be one of the best relationships we've got, and I think that just like. It's kind of hard to beat a story like that. You know, when you meet someone in a business relationship at that time, you kind of show up at a random house. It's a pretty good way to, uh, to set the bar. It's interesting, Lori, that, you know, I w- there, was, I was, there was a producer that I ran into last week who was doing a, um, a, a movie, a documentary about women farmers. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I like to do a show on women farmers. And I, and I said, Craig, bring me a farmer. But, so what, what, what made you want to become a chicken farmer? Um. Well, I used to actually, uh, for years, uh, worked in the corporate world and uh, business finance. Uh, so, uh, you know, slowly over time, you know, learning about supply chain management and understanding what it takes to actually get food to our table and the lack of appreciation we have for food, um, you know, really drove me to find an alternative, uh, but there wasn't any. Um, so slowly over time, we started raising food for ourselves uh, friends and family, and uh, the demand g- continued to grow. Um, so, you know, we uh, four years ago it was kind of sink or swim. Uh, we decided to, um, you know, I looked at my husband who still works outside the farm, um, so it was just me on my own, and just went, you know, let's let's do it. You know, there's a demand, there's a need, um, you know, and then working with, uh, you know, that's where True Local has come along as well, you know, because they've identified the demand and need. Uh, so they're able to, you know, even build that gap, uh, bridge that gap even further. So yeah, I went from the corporate world wearing business suits and stuff um, to wearing, um, you know, coveralls and, um, you know, spending my days with chickens and a pitchfork. I love that. I love that. So, I mean, there is a huge difference in, in, in your chicken is great. I have to say I, I bought you local. The chicken was, was awesome. Thank you. And yeah, there's definitely a, a distinctive difference in the quality of the meat and how it tastes and how it looks and, and how it feels. And, you know, there's a lot of horror stories about chicken these days. And I know you go into a grocery store you, or even just, you know, a place like Swiss Chalet, which I think the chickens are 20 days old before, and then you're eating them. Um, it didn't used to be that way. And then you can go up, up to a place like Anna Mays, which is, you know, run by Mennonites and the chickens are like huge and, and you can, the, the color is different and the texture is different. And so what is, what is the difference? Well, it, well, it's the transparency. Um, you know, when you go to a grocery store, you, you don't know what it took to get that uh, product into the into the store. Um, you know, so being able to you know uh, find out where um, your your products are coming from. Um, you know, my, my uh, myself, you know, we raise without zero antibiotics. Um, you know, so we're very transparent. Uh, we're able to um, uh, be able to uh, disclose our complete procedure, our, our complete uh, the way we raise our chickens to our to our customers. Um, you know, and uh, work with uh, partnering companies like True Local to that can distribute our products throughout Ontario. Um, so, you know, so by them uh, finding customer by uh, finding the customer base that's sourcing, um, looking for that alternative meat. Um, so yeah, absolutely. You know, there is a place for um, like the, the factory farming type of thing. Um, you know, their population is is forever growing in Ontario. Um, there's definitely um, you know, my chicken is antibiotic free. It is purely pasture raised chicken. You know, they are out eating grass and bugs and, 
anything they want to do and they live it as natural life as they possibly can. Um, so, so do you like fence them and then move that fence? Is that kind of how you do it or? Um, well, everybody uh, has a bit of a different interpretation of pasture raised. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of definitely different market lingos that kind of uh, create a great area that people just uh, can, um, you know, uh, have, but we actually, uh, we are fenced in, so we do rotational pasture grazing. So the chickens, every single morning, at about 7 o'clock in the morning, the doors are opened, all the chickens run outside, they spend all day outside. When they eat that, go that pasture down, they actually rotate to different pastures. Uh, but we do have a lot of uh, predators, like coyotes and foxes yeah. and stuff, so we lock them securely at night in the barn. They all actually know where they're home, so they all migrate back in, but you know, all day long, they, can, they have free access to come in and out and do whatever chickens feel like they want to do. Mark, you were um, a health science major. You were a varsity athlete. So how important is food to you? Um, yeah, actually, before True Local, it wasn't really important at all. Uh, I was really? Pretty, yeah, well, I was just pretty much like every other student. Oh, just, you're young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just didn't know too much about it, right? So, you know, if I could go buy ground beef on sale for $1.99, that was like a big win for me. Hmm. Um, so I think it wasn't until after I graduated that I really started kind of taking note that there's a big difference between your typical conventional meat and, you know, farmer raised butcher quality meat. Um, and you just got to try it. You know, if you were to try the product side by side, right. it's one of those things where it's not, it's not like a subtle difference. It's literally night and day. Um, you can take any product and if you put it side by side with something that you're getting on sale, um, you'll see the difference. You'll smell the difference. It'll cook different. It'll, the texture is different. The taste is obviously different. Um, so yeah, I think that was kind of one of the bigger, the bigger things for me. I'm still, you know, my, my degree is in health, but by no way, shape or form, um, you know, I went into business instead of going into health after the fact. So if that says anything, but, uh, I just, I'm a big believer in eating whole foods as much as possible. I don't follow any particular diet. Um, you know, there's a lot of hype around the keto diet, around the paleo diet. There's people obviously going plant-based. There's the carnivore diet. There's a lot of different things. I think that you can kind of get really caught up in all these different, um, buzzwords and different sort of sayings for me i just try to eat the products as whole as possible so whether it's whole vegetables whole meat cuts least amount of processing that's kind of my definition of health yeah yeah and i mean i i found out about true local with a partnership you did with weight watchers and i don't know if it's a real partnership or just hey let's do this kind of a partnership but what how did that come about yeah, honestly, we just have a ton of customers that are with WW and uh, we just got asked to come check out a couple of events with them. And I think the word spread throughout the community and uh, it's been hands down one of the greatest things we've done um, working with uh, some of their members. So, um, you know, anybody who's got any sort of, whether it be food restrictions or is looking to, to, to improve their diet or is on some sort of diet, True Local fits in really well because unlike, um, unlike going to the grocery store and getting a pre-made meal or anything like that, this kind of gives you the flexibility. So if you are on some sort of restrictive diet, it's not like we're adding a bunch of ingredients. It's not like we're adding, you know, the seasoning and all the different things that go with the meal. We're just going to give you the raw cuts. And obviously we have some flavored products, but uh, we give you predominantly the raw cuts and you can do what you want with it. Right. So let a lot of different people on a lot of different diets get better access to products without having to be stuck in a specific sort of, you know, this is this style of dinner for tonight. You can kind of do whatever you want with it once you get it in your house. Yeah, yeah. It that was really good. And it was interesting because, you know, as my kids are all gone. And so as a family of two now, they, I thought, oh my God, like I can't get that big box. Like that's not going to fit in my freezer, but it, it was really, it comes down to like this. It's just so tightly frozen and, and, and packaged. It's great. 
Yeah, well, you know, like I said, like, you know, I spent four years working for the door to door companies. And at the time, really, the only option to get better quality meter, and it's not even saying better quality meat, but giving more access, more choice on meat was either going to high end butchers or the companies that will go door to door and sell you the product for a year. And I think a lot of people have had experience with those with those companies because they go door to door, they they probably have the best marketing tactics in the world in terms of reach because they talk to so many people, right? People always assume when you say box of meat, that is going to take up your entire freezer. Well, when we started True Local, we realized that, you know, Toronto is a massive market for us. Like, you know, major cities with people that have small apartments and small freezers are a major market for us. So we wanted to make it so that we do small, like the packages are small, you know, like you said yourself, even our biggest box comes in, you know, it's around this big, but when you take all the product out and put it in your freezer, you know, it, it'll fit in a, in, in, a, in a fridge freezer without having to go and get a massive chest freezer. Yeah. Um, if you are tuning in, folks down below, um, you'll see some happy faces and thumbs up and things like that. Can you um, press the, the wow the button? Because that, that makes Facebook make us go out and reach further and farther in between. Thanks for that. Just sorry to interrupt you there. Um, the, the packaging, that was the only problem I found. What have you figured out with the packaging? It's cool. I like it. Talk about but, the styrofoam? Yeah. Now what do I do with it? Oh, yeah. Stay tuned with that. We've got yeah. some coming on the pipeline for you guys. Uh, if, you still have, if you still have styrofoam packaging coming in, um, reuse it when you can, right? Just to be clear, also, styrofoam is recyclable. It's not curbside recyclable. It's actually one of the, one of the better recyclable products. Condense it down to air. But don't worry. We're not saying that styrofoam is okay. A lot of places won't accept it. But uh, keep an eye on your true local boxes over the next 60 days or so, and you're going to see a pretty big change that I think a lot of people are going to be happy with. How long does the dry ice last? Like- we put it up in there to last 48 hours. Um, you know what? Most of our orders will show up next day um, if it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But we do hand the products off to third-party couriers, right? So they're going to shippers, um, especially in the winters. There's traffic accidents. There's yeah. bad weather. It could go into the second day. So we want to make sure to put enough dries in there so you guys don't have to worry. It'll stay on your doorstep. It'll be fine. What's the biggest, um, I, I guess, uh, naysayer to, to, to the product itself? Like what do people, are they afraid that, that you know, I don't know where the meat's coming from, even though you tell me or, or – what, yeah. What's the biggest problem that, that you... It's always price. Price. You know the prices are good. Yeah, I like to think so too. I think that, uh, I think one thing that we've done really well, we've never shot away from the price. And for us, it's not, and trust, you know, we're a startup, right? You know, we've been grinding away at this. Like I hired, you know, literally it's my friends, 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 you know, we've grown the business that way. Um, we're not, you know, we're not trying to hoard away a bunch of cash on this or anything. It's literally a situation where this type of product tends to cost more. And we've seen a lot of businesses that as competition stiffens, they end up being a race to the bottom. And the first thing that'll go is the quality. So for us, we've never wanted to shy away from the price and people that are used to buying high quality food, the price isn't bad at all, Um, comparable to whole foods. But when you look at people that are used to buying food on sale, because not everybody has access to this, right? So um, when people are used to buying food on sale, true local can seem expensive. So with us, we just know who our market is and we know the customers that we're serving. And we are targeting those people that are going to Whole Foods regularly, the people that are paying a little extra for the product. And uh, the presence is going to be a problem for them. But just in general, across the board, you know, you'll see it in Facebook comments, you'll see it in reviews, stuff like that. It's always usually a pricing thing. People love the, qual- uh, the, people love the quality of the product. They love the convenience of having it delivered. They love the ability to customize their box online. They love the customer service. 
But um, that's the only, the only thing we'll ever get feedback on is the price. I, I can, I'm surprised to hear that because, you know, to shop at a farmer's market is way more expensive. It feels like it to me anyway. I think I think that box worked out to something like 55 bucks a week or something for us, which is, geez, I probably spend more than that a day when I go to the grocery store. Yeah. I, <laughs> actually, no, a meal, you know, it's crazy. You know why though? It's because you're, you're our exact type of customer. You're someone who understands that, you know, okay, what does this break down weekly? right? You probably also understand that as you go online and build your box, it's a point system. So we've got some people sometimes, and once again, we're working on this to make it easier for people because at the end, the more we can explain and the more we can guide people through the process of building a box, the better experience they're going to get. But it's a situation where, you know, if you go and fill your box with the most expensive point products, you're going to get a lot less meat. But we try to encourage people to do is build their box the same way they're shopping at the grocery store get your staples get your one point items get your ground beef your bacon your chicken breast all that stuff and then layer on things like the steak and the salmon instead of filling it up with that because you can get a great box like you can get a lot of product in that box for 249 um and yeah it's exactly what it is about 55 bucks a week is what it breaks down to and it'll yeah. feed people for three to four weeks so um it just really is breaking down on how you how you build the box do you understand how to build your, like, do you understand how to build a true local box and us trying to get better at recommending how to build your box based on what you need? How many products are you, do you offer now, Lori? Uh, with true local, I think we have five, uh, five products that are offered. And going back to uh, Mark's point about, you know, being smart, building your box. I actually get uh, true local beef, uh, obviously not chicken. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, one thing I noticed is when you actually uh, buy quality product and quality protein you have to eat less yeah um, so I used to be before I actually started raising my own chicken um, I used to go to the grocery store and buy some you know off-the-shelf uh, chicken and our steaks and I you know my uh, protein portions were large um, you know but now that actually you know I'm sourcing out you know um, the best of the best um, and I grow the best of the best uh, you know I actually eat a lot less as well so therefore you know that I find the product goes a lot further um, yeah, so it's uh, actually a really good, um, you know, on Mark's point, you know, it's a, you know, it's a great way if you learn to build your box and with all those staples uh, first and all your go-tos, I guess, it, you know, you, you can really uh, make the, your um, purchase go a long way. I know that, you know, there is always the big hype about the turkey bacon. That's like, yeah. <laughs> the, the big, that turkey bacon is like big, it's, it's thick and everybody wants to know, they can't figure out the calories of it, but... If it's better than bacon, is it better than bacon? Do you know? It's got, than pork bacon? it's got a high salt content. So I think people like it because of how much salt it has in it. Um, but it does have a higher salt content. Yeah. And so we're the now salmon, people love the shrimp. I know that. I hear a lot about, oh, I love the shrimp. I love the shrimp. Um, and the salmon. So where is your seafood coming from? East coast, west coast, both coasts? Because obviously it's not coming from yeah. Lake Ontario. <laughs> Yeah, well, we actually have some. We actually have some Ontario fish. So, really? Yeah, when we started the business, you know. Don't tell our, me that. Yeah, well, no, I'll get into it. So, you know, our our goal is to try to spread the true local model. And the true local model is that we want people shopping for products within the province. And we want people, so pretty much if you're from Ontario, you're getting from Ontario butchers, farmers, suppliers. And then to add on to that, what we try to do is build a relationship with whether it be the butcher, the farmer, the supplier, the producer, whatever you want to call it, we try to build a relationship with that individual. So when we started off in Ontario, obviously it's really hard to build relationships with fishermen because there's not that many out here. So we work with Coddles Catch, um, who are amazing. They take care of all the fish side of things. So it's being packaged in Kitchener. However, the products, for example, uh, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, so it's from Alaska. We've got wild-caught Icelandic cod. Um, The products that we have that are from Ontario are 
the pickerel and the perch. So those are actually um, two products that are coming out of Ontario. So we have a pretty good understanding. And like to say, I'm not an expert in farming, you know, but I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of it and, you know, the ins and outs of it in terms of how to get it to customers um, and, you know, just the different impact there. But the one thing that we never really had a good understanding of was the fish market because yeah. we had a chance to go do something like that. It wasn't until we expanded out into BC and, you know, obviously the West Coast is known for its fish. We actually got to go on a, a fisher's, uh, fisherman boat, a commercial fishing boat, and see how they do it. So they catch oh. it with a hook and line. You know, people always say, eh, there's no way you're catching stuff with a hook and line. And they're on there doing it. Like, literally, they put about 200 lines in the water. It's called trawling. And they, uh, they literally reel the fish in like that. Um, so that was a really cool experience just because, like, I think a lot of people don't really get mm-hmm. to see that. Um, you kind of just think the fish is coming from overseas or you think it's coming from across the coast. And that's it. It shows up in a store. But it was nice to actually go get that full experience. And where's the shrimp coming from? Argentina. Uh, Argentina. 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 Argentinian, Argentina. 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 <laughs> Argentina. Yeah. Now, do you consider this organic meats or no? We have some organic products. So okay. our biggest thing when it comes to the claims is the true local is all about giving people choice. Okay. So there are some people that want to argue that organic is better. There are some people that want to argue that non-GMO is better. There are some people that want to argue that pasture raised is better. And the thing to understand here is that a lot of consumers will think that's almost all the same thing. So a lot of people will think, oh, if it's organic, it's pasture raised. Or if it's pasture raised, it's non-GMO, right? Um, We're not here to settle the debate on what's better, what's worse, right? There's different certifications for each. What we want to do is offer the best products in those categories and let people make that decision. So True Local, we want it to be your one-stop shop marketplace to be able to browse all the different types of meats that you want that are a high quality and that are uh, sourced locally. So we have organic products. We've got non-GMO products. We've got 100% grass-fed products. We've got pasture-raised products. Um, We just want to give people the choice to choose what they want most. So are you going to move into um, the rest of the meal? Are you going to, to, you know get corn or, or, you know, greens or whatever carrots 50 miles from here. Yeah, no, we're not looking to venture into that. You know what meat in itself and doing meat well is more than a full-time job. And it's more than just one business can handle to do it really, really well. I've seen a lot of really good businesses look to venture into too many things. And then all of it kind of starts to fade. There's a lot of people doing full meals really well. No. Yeah, they are. There's a lot of people that are looking to tackle vegetables. There's a lot of people that are looking to tackle organic pantries and stuff like that. Um, We want to be known as the one who does meat the best and connecting you to the source the best when it comes to giving as much transparency as possible as to where the products are coming from. So that's our main mission. and That's what we want to focus on. Okay. So your expansion will just come from more households buying your food. Our expansion is going to come from getting more farmers online with the products. It's going to be uh, coming from making it easier to access. It's going to come from giving people better uh, recommendations on what they could eat. We do a lot of recipe uh, content creation. I saw your recipe today. Yeah, we do amazing content um, and recipes with our nutritionist, Steph K. Um, I would love to be able to give people recipes to use with our products, um, but we're not going to get into the business of sending out spices or sending out vegetables and stuff like that. These are going to come from market expansion. So once again, the true local model, we want as many provinces or as many areas shopping with producers, farmers, butchers, suppliers in their area. So the more um, good relationships we can build in more areas, then the more we can expand into that area. So that's where the expansion is going to come from. Lori, did you do turkeys this year? Are you ever no. going to do turkey? No. Um, in Ontario, uh, uh, Ontario operates under a quota system. 
Um, so there's, there's an egg quota, a dairy quota, a chicken quota, and a, a turkey quota. So unfortunately, um, you know, you have to either buy into the quota or there has to be a special program um, that uh, the organizations um, have started. So fortunately, the reason why I can raise chickens is I don't own chicken quota. Uh, but uh, four years ago, they actually started a program called the Artisanal Chicken Program that allowed uh, what we used to refer to as the small flockers. Um, prior, uh, I used to only raise 300 chickens a year and legally that's all I could raise in Ontario was 300 chickens. Um, and that would be for friends and family. So uh, four years ago, they started the artisanal program, allowed us to go from 300 chickens to raising up to 3,000 chickens. Wow. Um, so uh, so all the other programs that have quota, there's limitations unless you buy into the uh, chicken quota program or, or to the quota program. So, so for instance, for turkeys, I'd only be able to raise 100 uh, it's not really worth it. No, so it, it, it you know, so yeah, definitely need, um, you know, in order to actually, um, that's why we were able to expand and build the chicken business uh, because they, we had the opportunity to raise and grow. Um, so yeah, you definitely need to have, um, uh, you know, either you need to have the quota to be able to get into it, um, which actually, you know, with uh, the farm prices and land prices and everything nowadays, it's quite expensive for any new farmers that want to get into it. Yeah. Um, so you need to either already have family and infrastructure already behind uh, to help you uh, get started, um, or there has to be, um, you know, the, uh, the governing boards that control all of the quotas need to be able to work on uh, creating, letting the small farms again, you know, start coming. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of small farms anymore. Um, everything is, you know, been bought, bought up and it's all corporate farming, factory farming. Um, so being able to, you know, being able to open and kind of break new ground, which is the artisanal chicken program, you know, and then working with like, a, you know, like True Local obviously has, has helped expand and actually brought the point, like, you know, it's helped promoting the program as well um, throughout the province. So how, how many acres do you have the chickens on? Like how many acres do you need for 3,000 chickens? Uh, actually, uh, the chickens run on about three acres. Uh, so we rotate uh, um, several different paddocks uh, throughout the chickens. Uh, so depending on, you know, how much rain there is, there's all these factors with the weather, uh, how fast the pastures actually rebound. Uh, so when they eat it back, it could take a couple of days because as they're eating they're down, you know, they're, they're spreading the manure, they're, you know, yeah. fertilizing as they go. Um, so it sometimes takes like, you know, um, two or three days where you can see new growth coming back after they're off the pasture. Um, you know, given that there's nice sunshine and rain and an equal amount um, this year, it's been a wonderful season. Um, and sometimes it's dry as it can be. So we've actually opened up almost five acres for the chicken. So it all depends. Uh, we're flexible, uh, which is great um, because it is our focus is chicken. So we're not overly diversified here at the farm. Um, so we don't have, uh, so we're able to almost utilize our entire farm here uh, for the chicken, um, you know, to do whatever they need to be able to get, you know, be happy, have lots of access to fresh land all the time. Nice. Um, Mark, you're, does everybody have to go to a processor, a food, like a, a meat processor, the butcher, like are they're licensed? Like how, how does that part work? Glory, you don't kill your own chickens, do you? Uh, no, actually uh, uh, yesterday um, at about, <laughs> uh, 2.30 in the morning. Um, one thing is, um, I, get the, I get the chicks when they're like eight hours old. Um, we raise them right on through. Um, I'm basically mama hen, I guess. I take care of them um, and myself. And then, um, you know, uh, three o'clock yesterday morning, me and my husband were actually in the barn. We catch our own chickens. Uh, so we uh, quietly catch them while they're sleeping. And, you know, I've always tell people I put so much effort into like humanely raising them and providing the best life Hey, that last bit, you know, I make sure it's, you know, as easy as possible. Uh, we actually catch them all 
and we put them on a trailer we drive them to a licensed facility that does the processing for us which is government inspected uh, there's an inspector on site it's all provincially inspected um so yeah we don't go there um you know we 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 we, we are there, uh, but we definitely don't do it ourselves. How hard was it for you to say goodbye? Um, you know, it, 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 it actually, you know, every time, because every, every crop of chickens actually has a personality, um, you know, so it's, you know, some are, you know, kind of skittish, others are very friendly. Uh, this particular batch that I caught yesterday, actually, um, they, they uh, you know, I'd open the door and I'd have a thousand chickens running and chasing me and, uh, you know, because I was, I'm food, right? So, uh, yeah, some, sometimes it's a little harder than others. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they're all, you know, had the best life they possibly can. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, um, you know, they are purpose to bring some of the best quality uh, products to consumers to make consumers, um, you know, more aware and appreciate the food that you are eating, uh, that it didn't come in, a, you know, in a styrofoam on the grocery store shelf. You know, it actually came, it was a life, it, we grew, it raised, it, you know, we should definitely value it and, um, you know, appreciate what it's taken to get, you know, stuff to our plate, whether it's a vegetable or, you know, a steak or, you know, our chicken sausage. Well, you have, um, I don't know, what, both of you together, I guess, have a very generous offer. Do you want to say what it is, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the spirit of uh, being on the show, we're going to do a, uh, a little uh, a little sale for all the listeners. So we're going to be doing something. It's uh, Good Media Chicken. So the code is Good Media Chicken, all caps. And it's actually going to give you an introductory to uh, Lori's amazing products. It's going to give you two pounds of her uh, salt and pepper sausage chicken sausage which i literally live on these things they're delicious wow so uh yeah anytime you order a regular size box if you put that code in you'll actually get two of her products in there for free to try out nice nice and do they have to um buy a whole case of other of your other meats or can they just try those two things as an introduction so it'll come with a regular size box so when you order a regular size box those products will come as free. oh okay Gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah, so, so kinda, sorry. Uh, so yeah, so they'd be kind of added on and like the salt and pepper, like, you know, Mark said, you know, he, they're one of the best products we have. Um, and one of the greatest things that we really pride ourselves on is trying to keep um, as natural, um, our products as natural as possible. So like the salt and pepper, for instance, has four ingredients. It's chicken, salt, pepper, and then a pork casing. There's no added, there's no byproducts, no colorant, no fillers, no nothing. Amazing. Uh, because again, if you start with such a good product to begin with, which is the chicken is already flavorful, you don't need to add all this extra stuff to try to enhance it to make it, to make it taste like anything because it already tasted good to begin with. So how do you cook it? Um, What's the so, best way? Um, I actually sous vide it. Um, so you can use a package that comes in as a high heat plastic. You can boil it in there or you can sous vide it. Um, and then you finish it off on a hot grill or a barbecue. Um, or, hot, um, or hot skillet, uh, you can throw it in the oven, instant pot, you know, there's a, a ton of different ways. I'm sure Mark has a couple ways. How are you cooking it, Mark? Honestly, guys, I am the worst cook. So, <laughs> the thing I love about these sausages is they're so easy. I literally just put them on a pan and put them in the oven. Okay, done. Put anything else on it. And like I was saying before, like the difference in quality, like it's hard to describe and come from someone who's tried a lot of different things. Like this product is amazing. Like it's really is. You can taste the difference. It's really like Laura is saying we start with a good product. It's pretty easy. Looking forward to it. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Wow. Is there your, your website, Mark? 
Yeah, so uh, check it out, www.truelocal.ca. Um, we're available in Alberta, BC, Ontario, and we do ship nationwide on not the non-local program. So anybody, uh, you can put your postal code in and I'll uh, tell you if we deliver to your area. Nice, nice. I like that. Um, and is there two sizes? Family and... There's two sizes. Small box. Yeah, the small box uh, is 125 and the regular size box is 249. Always remember, you know, it's going to ask how often you want your box delivered. There's no commitments, right? So you can pause, skip, cancel anytime. If you want to just try one box because you want to get the offer and try it out, just order a box and hit, hit cancel immediately and you'll only get the one box and get yeah. charged. So that's, that's it. That's incredible. I love that. Great customer service, great products. Lori, great chicken. I got to tell you, it's awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks a lot for having us. Yes, thank you very much. Best of luck. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Okay, well, <laughs> that was fantastic. True Local was 